0: Happy, happy, happy new year to you. Happy 2024 to you and yours. From the deepest place in my heart, I say to you, happy new year. I pray and it is my sincere hope that this year be the best year that you have ever had. Well, Keisha, I hear that every year. It's the same thing I hear every year at midnight. It's what I hear the month leading up to January 1st. Well, you know what? I am going to keep saying Happy New Year to you. That God allow us to live another 50 years. I will continue to say, I will continue to purpose in my heart. To say Happy New Year to you. And not just because man says Happy New Year. But because God says Happy New Year to you. How can you say that, Keisha? I can say it because I believe that God's word is true. I believe it. Sometimes we don't feel it. Sometimes we don't see it. Sometimes we don't want to know it. Sometimes we don't want to hear it. Sometimes we want to throw in the towel. But I don't know about you, but there have been moments when I have wanted to throw in the towel and God threw it right back at me. How did he do that? I'm glad you asked. He reminded me that he's not done yet. He reminded me of the promises. He reminded me of the things that I haven't seen yet that I asked him to do. He reminded me that I haven't seen my son graduate from high school. Go on to college, be married and be successful, be a successful seasoned young man living for him. Well, Keisha, you don't know if you're going to live to see all of that. I believe God, what he says. It is better to believe God. Than to believe what man says. And I'm believing. And I'm trusting God. And my hope is in Him. And my heart belongs to God. That He is going to allow you and I. To see every promise that He has given to us. The promises that our grandparents prayed about. Our mothers and fathers prayed about the things that they didn't get a chance to see, we are going to get a chance to see only because of the grace and the mercy of God. Let us look to God for all things. Let us purpose to press in this new year and not just make a list of Things that we want to do. Yes, it's good to have a bucket list. Yes, it's good to have a vision board. Those things are positive things. But in all things that we do, we want to make certain that God gets the glory. He asked me a question. He said, if I don't get the glory, what's the use? What's the point? If God does not get the glory out of our lives in 2024, There are a lot of people who have lived, straddled the fence. There are a lot of people who know that God has called you to do something. And it doesn't mean go preach to the masses. It doesn't mean go lead a protest march. It doesn't mean you have to walk in the shoes of Martin Luther King. But God may have called you to simply be more committed to serving him. He may have called you to be more of a servant to taking care of your parents. If you're taking care of your parents or be more available to your children, whatever it is that you know, God has called you to do that. God has spoken to you and you've heard it once and then you went down the street and you got the confirmation and then you went to church and you heard another confirmation. Do what God has called you to do. Don't try to match what God has called you to do to what somebody else is doing. Don't measure what God has called you to do to what he's told someone else to do. And as I minister to you, I minister to myself and each moment, not just December 31st leading up to January 1, but each moment, each day that we live, it ought to be a brand new day. Not just a new year, but each day should be a brand new day. A day that wasn't promised, a gift from God to live out your full potential, my full potential. There are things that I'm going through that I'm thinking, God, when? God, how? God, why? But then God will allow me to hear somebody else's testimony. And it will make me look at my life and my circumstances and say, Ooh, God, I, I, I don't put down anybody else's situation, but I'm just glad it's not me. And it is letting me know that my situation could be worse. My situation could be like the testimony or the story that I just heard from the other person. So I say to you that God is not done yet. He can't be done yet. He can't be done yet. I say to you in this year to stand in the promises and the purpose and the word of God. If you stand in the word of God, if you say, God, whatever I do, if it's to go wash my dishes, I put your word on it, you'll be prosperous. You'll be successful. You'll be productive. You'll be effective. God wants us each and every one of us to come up just a little bit higher before he finally calls us up a little bit higher to that upper room or wherever you have made the choice the way that you have lived. That's going to equal your destiny. It's either going to be walk the streets paved with gold or it's either going to be eternal damnation to the fiery pits of hell. Don't shoot the messenger. God is not just a God of he's not just a loving God, but God is a God that chastises. God is a God who sees all. He knows all. He monitors Our lives each and every moment. We can't just live down here on earth and live however we want to live and think that we're not going to have to pay recompense one day when Jesus comes back for his church. When he comes back, I want to make sure that I'm going with him. I want to make certain that I'm going with him. I want to make certain That my eyes will forever be able to behold the streets paved with gold. I want to make certain that I'll be able to walk and I'll be able to see him every day. The one who we talk about on Facebook. The one that we post on every social media that we get an opportunity. The one that we get on social media and say, oh, look what God did. That's the one that I want to see and spend my eternity with because heaven and hell, I believe, is real. And I don't want to live this life in vain only to die and have to live my eternity with Satan, the one who hated me, the one who persecuted me, the one who told me to do stuff. And then when I did it, he went off and left me. He turned around and said, "Oh, look what you did! Oh, you're in trouble with God." When He's the one that prompted us and promoted us to do it, I don't want—I don't know about you, but I don't want to live with him. Me and my niece have a little joke that that we established years ago, and when she and I would stay with my grandmother, which is um, which I believe I think is her a great grandmother, we would always have to sleep. With my grandmother didn't have central air and heat. She had little box fans and she had a, a window unit. And when we would have to stay with her, she would have the audacity to turn the box fan off in the middle of the night. And we had to lay there and sweat. And we, she and I, me and my niece made a joke. And we always would say, well, we don't want to go stay with dear because I don't want to keep turning my pillow over to the cold side because it was so hot. The only coolness that we could get is if we turned our pillow over (laughs) to the cold side. And as she grew up now into a young lady trying to live for Christ, we now say, she'll tell me, Oh, Aunt Keisha, I don't want to go to hell because I don't want to have to keep turning my pillow over to the cold side. So I don't know about you, but I don't want to have to keep turning my pillow over to the cold side. I want to be able to walk in, the, in, in green pastures, I want to be able to just sit at his feet in the coolness of the day. And that is the reason why we should live our lives. surrendered to him, committed to him, poured out to him so that when it is time to get our reward, when he comes back, he can say, well done. My good and my faithful servant, you've been faithful over a few things. That doesn't mean be a blessing to a homeless person one time out of the year. And then for the next five or six years, you live like there's no tomorrow. You live like there's no, like there's no God in the sky. Our Lord, our Savior, you live like he's not watching. You live like he's not real, but we all need to wake up. And in this new year, we really, every, every day is a gift, but because this is the time of the year when we say, oh, you know, we're going to put away the, old, we're going to do this and we're going to do better. Let us this time make it better. Let us this time, when this time of year rolls around again, we can look back over 24 and say, God, I accomplished some things. God, I put my better foot forward in 2024. I know I didn't do nothing in 23. I know I didn't do nothing in 22. I know I didn't do nothing in 21. But in 24, and I believe 24 is going to be the year of deliverance from the things that have so easily beset us. I really believe that 24 is going to be the year of deliverance. It's going to be the year... When God permanently closes those doors that need to be closed. I believe it's going to be the year when we make those tough decisions. When we're able to say, God, I love this. God, this is comfortable. God, this is this works well for me. But God, not my will, but thy will be done. And I'm willing to walk away from it. Because I know that if you're telling me to leave that job, to leave that relationship, to leave that that family member, just leave them where they are. Leave them at your feet. I believe that if you're telling me to do these things, that it's got to be something greater that you're taking me to. And I know that and I can back it up with the word because the word says that our eyes have not seen and our ears haven't heard. Nor has it entered into our hearts all of the good things, all of the blessings, all of the peace, all of the joy. All of the kingdom living and thinking that God has in store for us. We haven't seen it. We haven't experienced it. We haven't even thought it. We Our minds can't even think on that level. Why? Because the word of God says so. And I want to leave you with this. I was talking to my sissy dude the other day. And God has been so gracious with her. And from time to time, God will drop a word of wisdom. God will drop a nugget, a golden nugget of truth in her heart and it'll come out of her mouth and she said the other day she was telling me about the things that she's trying to take care of helping my nephew get some things taken care of and it's been a financial weight on her for her to have to take care of certain things But because of God's grace, he's allowing her to be able to do it. And I told her, I said, God wouldn't allow it to be. He wouldn't put it on you if he didn't know you couldn't bear it. And she began to tell her testimony of of how when God has blessed her greatly financially. And she said, I can look back over those months. And she said, when God blessed me with that, she said, he blessed me. And when I say that, I mean. A certain dollar amount. She said God bless me. With that then. For now. So look back over. The last few months. And think about something that God. Blessed you with then. And you thought it was. For whatever the time was then. But fast forward. You can look back and say. "Mm, God I see now. Why you bless me with that then and you bless me with it then for now. Because sometimes we can think on one level, but God is God sees way down the road and God clearly sees the bigger picture. Because I believe that his vision is way more 2020 than your vision, than my vision. He has the vision. He is the vision. And he provides provision for his vision. And so I want you to know. And I speak it by faith. That 2024 is going to be a year of spiritual oneness between you and God. Between me and God. Where we become closer to him. Through worship. Through casting all of our cares on him. Through looking to him for everything. For resting in his truth. For resting in the fact that he said that he would make a way out of no way. That he would provide even when it doesn't look right on paper. Even when the numbers don't add up. When we think about God, I just don't have it. What am I going to do? I have this, but I don't have that. We're going to really be able to relax and release and rest in the fact that God knows what we need. And he is a wonderful provider for his children. You all make it, make it a good year. We're going to purpose. We're going to push. We're going to remember these words that God has allowed me to give to you. We're going to push. We're going to purpose. We're going to press. We're going to relax. We're going to release. We're going to relate to the word of the Lord. Because he that has begun a great work in us, he's able to complete it. Does that mean that we don't do our part? Nope. It just means that when we've done all that we can do, we're going to stand, we're going to relax, we're going to release, we're going to rest, we're going to press. Into the things of God. We're going to press into his word. We're going to press into the positive. We're going to think of things that are pure. We're going to think of things. That are holy. We're going to remember that God is holy. And we're going to remember that God does everything. And he does everything well. And he does everything the way he does. Because he's holy. We're going to begin to seek even more. The kingdom of God. And all of the righteousness of God. And we're going to believe that if we begin To ask God, God bless me with your kingdom. Bless me with the fruit of the spirit. Bless me with your joy, your peace, your love, your forgiveness, your kindness, your humility. God, teach me how to live a kingdom life. Teach me how to think kingdom. Teach me how to maneuver and operate and deal with other people through kingdom thinking. We're going to begin to... Seek God and His kingdom first, and I'm a witness when you honestly seek His kingdom first and believe that if you seek His kingdom first, everything else will be added. I am here to tell you it will happen, and i i I was more excited when I began to see that God was putting His kingdom in me. I didn't go to God asking for. a a, a brand new car I didn't go to God asking him for a home I didn't go to God begging and pleading to bless me with material things because people say well you know if you have material things if you live in a gated community that means God's hand is on your life the devil is a liar yes there are people who have those things and God's hand is on their lives but there are just as many people who call themselves sons and daughters of God who have all the material wealth and don't have no power. They are not effective. They have a bad reputation. They know they do. So what do they do? They try to tear everybody else down. So don't be fooled by the okie doke. We have to know what God's word clearly is and we have to know what God's heart really is about. We have to know what is in his heart for us. But I believe That if you come to God with a purposeful heart, that you really want to know what is in his heart, what's on his mind. What is he thinking of us? What is he thinking about the things that we're going through? How does he want us to handle those things? I really believe that God will open up to you and he will share what's on his heart. He will give you his heart and you'll begin to think like him. You'll begin to see the the weight lessen. You'll begin to see stress lift just a little bit. So you all be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed by seeking God's heart in 2024. And I believe by faith that this is going to be the year of deliverance be that light be that light that sits on a hill that can't be hid I heard a good sermon today that talked about being the light be the light where you are let God's word in you shine out of you walk like God is telling you to walk talk like God is telling you to talk And God will lead you and he will guide you and he will show you how to be effective in his word because his word is who he is. And when we live out his word, we cannot go wrong. There's no way we can go wrong. That God be for us. He's more than the whole world against us. Please pass this podcast to one person that you know needs encouragement going into 2024. Be kinder to someone this year. Ask God to show you that person that he wants you to pour into this year. Think outside of the box. I keep saying it ain't just about you and your boo. It ain't just about you and your kids. It ain't just about you and and your grandkids. It's not just about you and your circle of friends. Think outside of the box. It's easy to be good to people that you like. But it takes Heart to go to God and say, God, show me who, show me a different who. Because I want to come up just a little bit higher. And if you have backslidden, come back in humility. Come back in humility. Don't come back proud. Come back in humility and let God raise you back up or let him raise you up to the place that you need to be. Do that and watch God bless you. And if you haven't surrendered your life to Christ, now is the moment. It's always a good moment to surrender your life to Christ. He's waiting. He loves you. And he has a place for you in his kingdom. Until next time, pray for me and I am going to pray for you. Make it a good year. 2024, the year of deliverance. Be blessed. I love you, and bye bye.